It is uh, July 27th, 2022 at 10.21 p.m. We got we to gotta normalize saying crackers, everybody. We got to normalize saying cracker. Everyone got, everyone's got to normalize saying cracker. Yo, what's up, cracker? I hope that last thing recorded. Um, but anyway, uh, I wanted to make another point on that. The reason why I talked about this is because... <clears throat> What was it? Uh, There's a YouTuber, I think his name is Lindy Beige or something like that. And he said, he, he had a video explaining kind of why, you know, like pirate hats look the way they do. Pirate hats are all those old English hats or American Revolution hats and all that. And what he said was very interesting. All of those hats are based off of uh, or can be made out of a single, um, extremely basic hat. And that is the, the, the giant floppy flat brimmed hat. And I think this is kind of where, this is the dichotomy I wanted to kind of bring up. So what do you, what do you call it? So, and that's like kind of the hat, the big, uh, wide brimmed floppy hat. That's like the, uh, the hat that like the missionaries wore right Californian Spanish missionaries and probably a bunch of other people historically that's all I can remember right they were like probably like on the edge they were pioneers right they needed to be ultra practical and that's what they wore you know made sense um and the British way of doing it you know a very kind of urbanized group you know that culture took took that hat and then they kind of spun it around and they made it into some, you know, frilly, I don't know, whatever, whatever that was, 1700s uh, kind of look. So, and may, may, maybe this is an example for it, maybe it's not, I'm not sure. But, um, I don't know, that's just kind of an observation. In my point, my point there, the grand overarching point, which actually isn't the point at all, but I, I, it's just a, my thought connected to all this is that we got to bring back the big floppy flat brimmed hat because that's a that's a classic it's a classic I think we got to like go back to like bare bones stylistic things bare bones like um very practical stuff and uh I feel like that's that's one of them anyway 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 you gotta find one of those. You gotta find like a really nice leather or whatever those are, flat, floppy, brimmed hat. But in the absence of a flat, floppy, brimmed hat, uh, uh, does anyone know what type of cowboy hat is best to buy? Uh, if you do, let me know. Um, DM me on Instagram at goosenov.shop or something like that um, or email me at quantumsnov at gmail.com what the best cowboy hat is and even if you don't know just email me there or or, te- or DM me there uh, so I know that you guys listen to this so, so I'm, I know that I'm not screaming into the void um, anyway 
What was the point? Where were we? It's July 31st, 2022 at 1026 uh, a.m. I think... Sorry, I just walked in front of a a sewer. And you're in Europe the the sewer system is antiquated, so it like outgasses directly <laughs> directly into the streets, I think. So Yeah. <laughs> anyway, somewhat unpleasant, but whatever. Um what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Uh there, there will come a time very soon. I think very soon when I will unironically start wearing cowboy hats. Not out of, uh, well, not out of some fashion statement, but out of necessity. And then from the necessity, uh, then it will become a... Never mind. Oh, whatever. Anyway, point is, point is, point is, point is, fashion and uh, and the current type of... Uh, what would you call it? Um, metropolitanism. Uh, you know, city. City versus urban. The urbanite type of, uh, type of mindset. I think that... Whenever you have most of your, the people in your civilization becoming urbanites, I think that's when your civilization starts to really fall and take a dark turn. Like, um, let's say, let's look at the, the British Empire, right? The British Empire. I was in London, and the entire place is like, it's, like a, it's a, just a giant mega city almost. And sure, you got the countrysides and whatnot. But those are kind of like the suburbs, I think. And, and maybe I'm wrong. But um, to the best of my understanding, London is like a... It's like kind of a mega city. It was like the, one of the first types of kind of mega cities that... Well, wasn't the first. But it was a big mega city, even in like Europe in the 1800s and 1700s, you know? Um, and I think most of the people there developed an urbanite mindset. And I think that the urbanite mindset versus the rural mindset is uh, surfaces in, in a very interesting and specific way. I think for the, what would you call it? For, for the urbanite, or let's say for a rural person, right? Or someone who is more off-grid and has to um, <clears throat> be self-reliant. You need to be able to trust your own strength. You're going to need to be able to trust your own skills. You're going to need to be able to trust your own um, ability to solve problems and, uh, I guess, act within the world, right? If, Like, let's say you own a farm or a homestead. It's, you can't just really... Well, you can maybe outsource some problems, but you can't outsource everything. And especially if, like, you're really far out... You're going to need to be solving most of your problems and fixing most of your things. So you, you're going to need to have a very high level of general competency. And I'd say that, that the requirements for that will be that you're going to have to be very, very educated and um, pretty intelligent. 
And I mean, you also have to like, let's look at how rural societies exist, right? Like they, they also have a, uh, what would you say? Like a, I'd say a much stronger moral and community substructure than, than urban societies because like, I don't know if everyone is, is expected to be a generalist of some sort, um, or whatnot, right? You need to have a system that, that efficiency efficiently regulates itself because if you don't, then, well, you are, you're already, you're already working with a lot less resources than a urban society. So you need to be more efficient. So that's, I guess, one reason why rural societies tend to stay maybe more conservative. I don't know. There's, there's probably a bunch of other reasons, but that's one. I'd also say that the, the proximity to unadulterated nature also, uh, contributes to this. Um, but okay. So let's just look at that. So in a, in a rural setting, you're supposed to be, I guess, more generally competent and, um, you're kind of on your own, right? So you're expected to kind of keep yourself afloat. And I'd say that, that from that mindset comes a level of practicality. Now the, the, uh, the uh, reverse of this is the urbanite mindset. And I would say that that mindset entails, um, I guess being a, I guess a singular, uh, cog in a giant machine or like a single like terminal or op amp or resistor or whatever in like a giant circuit where you perform your little, uh, I guess, well, maybe it's not a circuit because if you're out, then, then the entire circuit could fall apart. But I guess in, in, in this environment, like you're nameless, faceless, like part of this giant thing, right? And you do your little thing and you're hyper-specialized in one area, or maybe, maybe you're, you're, I guess you're, you think that you're hyper-specialized, but you're actually not really contributing anything. You're just a parasite, right? Like, let's look at people in HR, no offense, but <laughs> HR is bloated. And just look at any video of like uh, people on TikTok who are in HR bragging about their jobs. Like they do no, no work whatsoever. And maybe some people do, but whatever. Um, and maybe I'm wrong, right? But that's just my observation. So what's the point here? The point is... Uh, you are a hyper-specialized person in this giant cog, right? And most people in cities, they, they, they have incredible uh, reliance on every other person in there. Because you have, and it's like in a reliance on infrastructure, it's a reliance on, on them to fix things for them. It's a reliance on people to give you like your, your stuff, right? So everyone makes food for you, right? Fast food and all that. You don't have a wife at home doing it for you. Um, all of your, all of the things, all, every, every problem that you need to solve is solved with some sort of appliance, right? Like, uh, yeah, like some sort of appliance at Target or whatever. Um, and, uh, I mean, what else do you have? Um, almost, I'm, a, I'm closing in on church and I'm somewhat late, so I'm going to have to cut this short, but I think you guys might get the gist if I forget what the topic was. Um, but, but you're, you're kind of a, a drone 
that does a small part in a larger thing, right? And my point, and this is where this kind of lies into fashion, is because is, is since you're not really tied into reality, you know, you're not really rooted into it as much, you can be a lot less practical. And there's a lot more wiggle room and allowance of you not being as practical. Um, whereas if you're in a rural environment, everything you do has to be practical. And going to the original um, point, this really lines up in fashion, right? A cowboy hat prevents you from getting sun in your eyes and in your neck and all that stuff and prevents especially white people from getting sunburns, right? Which is extremely practical. But a, an urbanite will just put sunblock on and who knows what the hell uh, uh, the effects of that are. are. Um, and then, hell, if you're just a European, then you're ad- naturally adapted to the UV index of the area that you're in. So, anyway, hopefully that made some sense. But I wish I could make it a little more coherent with another two hours of uh, rambling. All right, bye. Oh, yeah, and here's the other point. The other point I had to say about the kind of urbanized way of living versus the rural way of living. So I think in the urbanized centers the way that you live i mean it's like it's like an an abundance mindset and i'd also say i'd also say very urbanized or very place that has kind of like i don't know a civilizational growth spurt or something like that um i think like yeah very urbanized civilization tends to be very frilly and uh and uh, kind of extravagant and uh, isn't very practical. And this can be seen everywhere from the way people dress to the what people buy to the economies that exist within these civilizations to, uh, um, to even the justice system. Like the, the, the idea of prison, right? In the early American frontier, like if you were... Uh, if, if you if you were accused of a capital crime, right, like like a crime that desert like did that that today would give you like a life sentence or like forty years in prison or something like that, they'd just give you the death penalty. And so like, why is that not why is that not acceptable today? Why is that not like why why what what, what took that away from us? Because because given given the fact that we right now for a brief glimpse of time we have a little more money than we used to. The, our standard of, of living is, seems to be pretty comfortable. We think that, oh, you know what? Now we have uh, achieved a, a place where our morality can advance and where we have an advanced morality right now. So we think that, okay, we can just go soft on people and we can, uh, you know what? We'll just, we just won't institute the death penalty because why would we kill people? Maybe we were wrong. Anyway, we, we get very, uh, we start virtue signaling. We start waxing and waxing virtuous and saying, oh, you know what? Um, we're, we're great people because we, uh, we can afford to do d- different forms of justice right now. Right. Um, and, and, and without really thinking about actually what we're doing, we just say, oh, you know, we'll just sort of killing people, you know, executing people for for murder or rape or whatever let's just uh let's just keep him in in prison for x amount of years it's like i don't know i don't i don't think it's very clear i don't i don't think (laughs) 
I don't think, um, I don't think the idea of torturing someone for 40 years, uh, is very much more virtuous than, uh, I don't know, just executing them, but go off, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. What, what are you so afraid of? Why are you so afraid of death anyway? I mean, sure. Great. It's probably going to suck, kind of suck to die, but it's also, well, I don't know. Life is suffering too. So it's like, it's not like you're like, I don't know. It's not like you're putting him on a, in a, uh, in a blender while they're still alive. Like the death penalty, I'd say it's actually extremely humane. It's like, well, you screwed up. Let's make sure you don't screw up. You don't hurt anyone else. And plus you forfeited your, your rights when you decided that, um, your, your feelings, uh, or your own little, you know, sense of whatever, uh, trumps like objective moralities, the, the objective morality and the rights of others. So now you're, you're stripped of them in, in, in the most, uh, I guess the, the largest way possible, which is the death penalty. Anyway, I've, I've talked enough about the prison system. I've, have several kind of ex, excerpt, excerpts, 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 I think already on this. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep keep tooting it but anyway the point is um the reason why we have i'm i guess a an impractical um a very very impractical uh justice system today is due to the fact that we are a richer civilization right we're much more urbanized um, the qualities that you get when you start living in a city have pervaded most of our society, I would say. And because of that, we're weaker and we're not focused on what is true. And I, I would say, and here's, here's a point about truth. I think truth exists fractally. A society that works in, in, the, in, a, in the smallest sense, you know, like a, a society with two people. If it's true, it should fractally scale up to 10 people, 100 people, uh, 10,000 people, a million people, a billion, a trillion people. If, if, you're, if your moral system works, it should work on all levels of reality. And, if, and once you start like getting away from practicality, right, then you start saying that, oh, you know what? And once, once your system starts being more and more specific to kind of like your own, your economic environment or your, your subjective ideology, um, then you start getting into very dangerous spaces because in the moment, right? In the moment that your civilization exists and you have this excess wealth, you think that you can start twisting the fabric of reality and you can twist morality in alignment with your own ideology. But the reality is, I think that you, you, you 100% can't. I think we still exist in an, in an environment where we need to be very practical and we need to be very kind of like bare bones and we can't be like, you know, have these unnecessary flourishes. We can't have like, oh, you know what? Your, your blender broke. Let's get you another plastic blender. Oh, your blender broke again. Let's get you another plastic blender. Oh, you're, you're, uh, let, let's, let's get you, oh yeah, 500 pack of, 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 uh, of disposable plates, um, plastic plates. Yep. Go ahead. Um, 
oh, you're gonna, we're just going to make you use tons and tons of paper towels and toilet paper and this stuff and that stuff. And you, everything is a consumer product and everything needs to be done this way and that way. Well, okay, let's not let's talk about the toilet paper. Let's yeah. anyway. That's a rabbit hole. Um, it's interesting. Look at how uh, pioneers uh, use toilet paper. They use like I think corn cobs or something like that. And there's also some leaves and stuff. Anyway, and maybe 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 I'm wrong with that. Maybe we do need toilet paper, but t- paper towels? No way. We have we already have regular uh, uh, cloth towels. Why don't we just use those? Um, but anyway, the point is the. Everything today is designed to be very consumerist. You know, it's um, we have controlled obsolescence, all these other things, right? And 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 uh, very anti-maker movement kind of ideals, where where you you can't really things are designed to not be fixed or worked on, right? They're designed to be for the exact opposite. You're not designed to open things up and work on them and tinker with them. You're designed to, you know, what? Hey, everything inside here is a mechanical mystery, and you should just be a good consumer and shut the hell up. Anyway, uh, this is probably getting a little rambly, but um, where, where, where were we going with this? Where were we going with this? My goodness. Um, I think we were going in a direction that says, uh, <laughs> shoot. Oh, yes. Um, so I think we need to be we need to still be as practical. We need to be as practical now when we have more money as we were in, 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 uh, in like, you know, pioneer times because the, 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 we still face like huge monsters, you know, we're, we aren't facing like direct monsters that are directly in front of us. You know, we're not facing like bears and lions and, uh, and, you know, other things that we would face like in the wild, we're facing bigger, like abstract monsters, you know, like, fucking nuclear war um asteroids gamma ray bursts um a fucking emp that that wipes out our entire grid um super volcanoes like 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 and not even just that like what about collapses what about economic collapses what about uh technological stagnations what about like civilization ending events what about uh i guess um like weaponized AI systems. What about um, like uh, I don't know, heavy automized. Like there, there's there's so many things that we, that we need to be facing. And and if 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 we think that you know we're safe right now because we're a little bit more wealthy, you know, um, and, and that leads to incredible amount of waste. And that incredible amount of waste leads to resources not being allocated in 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 I guess the proper areas that they should be allocated. And instead, they're put into, um, you know, they're, they're wasted. They're, they're being put into frivolous things. Um, like, because you don't, you shouldn't have to buy, you should have to buy one blender and then maybe 40 years later, you should get another one. It should, it should, it should be able to work for that long. And they can be designed for that long. Um, I mean, hell, look at the refrigerators from the 50s and 60s and 70s, like, I'm assuming that a lot of them are still working. Um, but anyway, anyway, like, and then let's just have a thought experiment real quick here. Um, imagine for a second that you have one society where everyone is, is being as, as efficient or, or pragmatic <clears throat> and effective as they possibly could. They weren't wasting, you know, they, they, they bought only as much as they needed. And, uh, and they were net producers rather than net takers, right? 
you weren't just like, because I mean, I, I, I like, mo- I think many people today are, are parasites on society. Like they don't, they don't really have jobs that mean anything in my humble opinion. And they aren't really doing much practically. And, and then also like if you're buying tons of plastic, right? Like you're, you're, you're basically creating a problem for us to solve later down in the civilization. And you also got the CO2 emissions and all this other stuff, right? So at the end of the day, the extra, potentially you could say that, that number one, most people being parasites on society sucks, but number two, most people's, um, kind of environmental externalities also make them like even worse than a parasite. Right. Um, and, and I'd say that that doesn't have to be like that, that way. Pe- people don't need to be fucking parasites. They can be practical, but, but you got to make it so that your society is honest about what's like practical and impractical. It's got to be honest about, um, like what you're actually, uh, like, like that, that you're being wasteful, that, 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 that you can't afford to be wasteful. And that even though it might feel like you're in, you're safe right now, you're not. Um, anyway, so, so, so that's, that's, that's example one, you know, the, the society we live on where most people are, yeah, I'd say most people are parasites. It's the Pareto principle. 20% of people do 80% of the work. And it, I'd say it's even more than that, right? You probably got like 10, five, 1% of people doing most of the work or whatever, and everyone else is just clicking a button, not really doing much. Um, so anyway, and as, yeah, anyway, I'd say ideology, I'd say you're always going to have that, but I'd say ideology makes it worse because it makes people who like, anyway, we'll not, we won't get into that. But anyway, point is society we have today, her really hurting the environment. Um, every, a lot of parasites, uh, and, uh, huge amount of waste and a really skewed and warped sense of morality based around ideology rather than pragmatism and truth. Let's look at the other one. Imagine every single person was pulling like their own weight. Imagine you didn't have ideology that was like clouding people's like, um, like stupid, like, like people were actually putting their, see ya. Um, people were actually putting their, uh, you know, like, you know, rowing the oars of the boat rather than like, I don't know, carving a, uh, carving a stupid drawing into the side of the, uh, boat while three people are rowing, you know, everyone's pulling their own weight and maybe they can't pull as much, but they're doing like something important. Right. And, and, and our economic systems are, are designed around something practical. So we don't have like 70% of our economy just going into creating cheap consumer goods that, that can be thrown away. Right. What if we just had like a, Hey, like, you know, you can make soap like this, super easy. You spend 30 minutes of your day doing that like once every three to five months, right? Instead of like buying like tons and tons and tons of like $30 body body washes, you know, every two weeks or whatever, right? What if we, we had something like that where people were self, self-reliant, where we, instead of having to create like giant factories for consumer products, we could just get the, like the baseline materials like, like lye and like uh, various oils and stuff and people who just make stuff themselves. What if we, I don't know. Yeah. And then what if for more complicated stuff, you just made a blender that never really breaks or a washing machine that doesn't do that either or, or whatever. And maybe what if, what if you made it so that instead of like, what if, what if you made people be, be able to like, solve problems themselves, you know, made it so that 
people know how to use basic machine machinery and whatnot. And I guess that's getting very, very, very idealistic. But like, imagine you had a society like that where people were kind of like, you know, independent and, and you could, they were, everyone was expected to be at least somewhat competent, you know? Um, like imagine how much, uh, society would like how much money society would save, not just that, but how much like more, I guess, alive people would feel and how much more like urgency there would be to, to do things that are actually important, you know? Cause like, I don't know, gosh, I think, uh, Jonathan Pajot on, um, YouTube and well, he's an iconographer. He says that I think this is from years ago. I think he said like, uh, modern civilization is just the, a, a constant state of the, uh, the, the idea of the carnival, you know? So, so it's a big, it's a big party all the time. And, and I think that, that most people live or many people live like that, you know, instead of like doing something practical, instead of doing something work, something that matters, you know, most people are glued to TV or social media or Instagram or whatever, you know, you aren't really making th- anything. You're there just kind of, you know, partying, or then maybe they go out to party, you know, maybe they're drinking, maybe they're doing that. And some of that is, you know, required, but it can't be everything. I think that's what everything is expected to be today. You know, why is everything like a sugary food? Why is everything a, uh, a bright color? Why, why does everything have to be like very happy? Why, why on TikTok are four to seven second clips, like the only things that really do well? I mean, with, a, with some exceptions, but like, why have our, our attention spans so small? It's because it's, we live in a constant, you know, it's a constant state of carnivals, constant party. And just think about how much we waste there. Um, I mean, I guess this is one reason why people don't go to church, because like people are just so, you know, <laughs> their dopamine receptors are burned out, they're, they're like, they think, oh, you know, everything has to be fun all the time. So they think that, oh, you know, they're our our little christian rock uh 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 church right that's that's the way we should do it because it makes people engaged and whatnot it's like i the way i've seen it it hasn't really practically been like that i think that the orthodox and catholic masses are probably the best way to do it and it's not and people say oh that's boring it's it's inaccessible we we've we've matured past a, a need for that it's like no we haven't like humans don't change and humans will not change um and to say that, oh, you know, we're just, we now have a different human being is, is, is idiotic. We are, we are genetic beings, primarily. We're mostly genetically determined, and we're basically the same um, when it comes to our, you know, neurophysiology and neurobiology and stuff like that. And, and, and we can't just, you can't, like, uh, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years of wealth will not change that. Um, and it's idiotic to think that it's a very tabula rasa liberal idea, um, which isn't true. Um, what's the point? Oh gosh, gosh, I lost myself. Um, what's the point? What's the point, man? I'm forgetting the point. No, no, I'm forgetting the point. No. Um, but anyway, let's go back to the so so the urbanite example. We know what that is, and it looks like it looks like I don't. I'm not very hopeful for society in the next fifty years. I think that it's going to be rough, and I think that there's going to be a, uh, a scenario where it gets pretty rough, and we're probably going to see I don't know 
it's not going to be, it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows for a long time. Um, and maybe it will be right, but still, still, even, even if we don't collapse, right. Even if the society is sustainable, right. Which society do you think would be able to do more a society where everyone is very practical and does, doesn't waste very much and, and does, um, you know, can hold their own weight, can repair their own stuff, you know, doesn't need to be, doesn't need like 50 other people to, to rely on, to exist, you know, because, because we are, we are, you know, we are community oriented creatures, you know, we have a distributed, um, like, like working on distributed teams is a very efficient way to do tasks. But I think in, in a city, it's like, I don't know if this is what Ted Kaczynski meant when he meant hyper-socialized, but I'm going to define that as hyper-socialization. Um, like we, like in a city, I mean, and it's the crazy part. You, you have hyper-socialization or hyper, like, you know, delegation of all your tasks, but you have no community. The inverse, I think, is true in like a, like a smaller rural community where you have, like, it's maybe less, like, um, less delegation of all your tasks, and, and you do have delegation of some tasks, right? But like, there's more community, and it means more, right? Because if every single thing that you do is 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 um, you know, you need someone help, someone else's help to do, then you're not going to really each of those. Like the more the more f- more friends you have, right? The 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 less of a less of a deep connection you're going to be able to have with each single one of them. And, like, there's like some I don't I don't know if it's true, but like I've seen many psychological documents saying, oh yeah, the maximum like close relationships you have can have is like 300 or something like that. I don't know exactly what the, I don't know, if, but anyway, but, but I think that there's, there's an element of that, of that, that's true. And I think that like, I mean, if you, if you know, like three people, right, you're going to know them a lot more intimately than if you did 300. Um, and I'd say that's the same thing with a, with a rural community. There's probably less people but, and, and, and you have to rely on yourself more and maybe but you still have to rely on them for some, anyway, you get, you get my point. Um, what was the point? What was the point? Okay. But okay. Let, let, let's, let's stay focused. Let's get this done. So you have a society that wastes and will probably fall apart, but let's say it doesn't. And there's a society that where everyone's pulling their own weight. And everyone's hyper focused on the why, and um, is morally in a virtuous spot, and uh, you know is able to delay gratification. I would say that that society, and call me crazy, but that society will end up leagues ahead scientifically, um, like spiritually, culturally, artistically, um, and. Basically, in any metric you can, any reasonable metric that you can you can apply, that society will do better than one that kind of pushes all that aside and says, you know what, we are more advanced than this. We can we can we can afford we can we can afford to relax and not really hold ourselves to an extremely you know practical standard. Uh, I think that the other society will work better. And you could say, well, well, in those societies, you know, in the rural pioneer days, it took weeks for you to get to from one place to another. And now it takes like just a few days. It's like, well, like 
well then geez look at how much more we can like that just means our potential now is better you know technology is not meant to to change the 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 the, the uh what's it, the fractal ways that we exist you know our morals you know not at all we're supposed to have consistent morals and technology is meant to enhance our abilities um yeah it's like gosh imagine how boring it must have been to just be on the road for months and months getting going across america maybe it wasn't you know um but there's probably if you're spending hours and hours and hours of your day with nothing but your own thoughts and you were able to create america right then maybe there's something to say about that maybe we need to slow down a little bit and we need to maybe not have a constant state of a party in our society maybe we need to uh not just you know pump our brains full of dopamine who knows who knows who knows who knows anyway my point my point and the meta point the biggest point and the biggest question is the question is will civilization ever be able to remain practical when it's in the height of its wealth is it possible for people to remain pragmatic and a potential answer to that question is look at america the baby boomers were the most wealthy generation in america since its inception i believe And guess what happened? They were given all this wealth. And every single generation after the baby boomers has had less money than the baby boomers. Society is arguably in terms of, well, maybe not in terms of oh, medical health and all this food and whatever. Those are, I guess, fine for now. But people are still, people have been killing themselves at a higher and higher rate, I guess, every year since you know it's it's, suicide rates have increased um inequality has increased and we we if you've listened to my podcast which you should um i've explained what actual inequality means and it's not it's not what you think it's not the leftist definition of it inequality is actually a very bad thing um but um that's increased right like waste probably what we've how we've what we've done for the environment is probably been a lot worse right you could say oh well we we were just polluting the environment more in the 1800s and whatnot it's like yeah sure i guess but were we using plastic were we polluting it in a more advanced way um no i don't think so you could and and well yeah right now we're polluting in a very very advanced way and in very interesting ways and whatnot and sure we're trying to solve it but still um I guess a lot of this, and we're not looking at, we're looking at this from like baby boomers on. Like a lot of this was very, uh, came from very just recklessness of this, you know, where, where often we had an understanding of the morality that we needed to adopt, but we just didn't because, well, we thought we, people were motivated by short-term profits rather than long-term, uh, practicality, right? Um, anyway, 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 so 
my 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 point here is that I think that America is in a late stage or decline declining state, and I'd say that that in order for a civilization to get where it is to 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 grow and become a great civilization, it must go through a stage of extreme practicality, like the American pioneers or maybe the 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 uh you know the British Empire, the British pioneers, or maybe the Dutch you know um and maybe the way that the Chinese are working now, and maybe, maybe, who knows, maybe the Chinese are, uh, are not great or whatever. Some people say that, some people, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Just looking at, looking at China, I'd, I'd say that it seems like they are a lot more practical than we are now. You know, instead of, in, in, society, in, in America, they punish, basically, people are punished for going to college, you know. They're, they're, you, you're given, like, a... I don't know. You're given a huge amount of debt if you want to go to college, you know. Even if, even if you're going in, into a practical major, like I don't know. I'd say that if you're if you don't have a practical major, then sure, get the debt. I don't care. But if you if you're in a major that society actually needs, hell, I, I don't know. I feel like society should help you out with that, right? Especially if you're prove if you're a competent person. And in China, correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong, but <clears throat> from what I've heard. People in China are actually, I think they're paid to go to college or they're given college for free or something like that. Um, because I think one thing that China is trying to do is uh, they're looking at what, everything that America is doing. They're, they're saying, okay, what if we do the opposite? Um, should we do the opposite? Because America's not really doing that well right now. And uh, I don't know. I feel like that's a good mindset to have because I don't know. I don't think we're in, headed in the right direction. And to end it off with a Bible quote, I think, a Bible quote I can barely remember, but I'm going to try and recite it. I think in, I don't know, I don't know, it might have been Old Testament, but it said, I think there was a time where it said uh, in the Bible that there's, there will be a time, um, and I, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this a lot, but it's like basically said that there will be a time, there will be times in the future or there will be a time in the future where, where old men will, will see like their sons, you know, getting castrated or, or getting killed or being in a horrible situation. Right. And they'll say, basically, that's not me. That's not happening to happening to me. So why should I care? Um, and I'd say that that's what we're seeing now. Um, and yeah, anyway, the good thing about this is, is that civilizations last 250 to 300 years. And it seems to me like it's somewhat reliably cyc- cyclic or cyclic. So, well, I think that this is just how things are. And well... We'll see how it goes. Anyway, share this podcast with your friends, please. Because I don't, I haven't really heard many people talking about stuff like this. And I feel like it would be very efficient or good for people to know this type of stuff. So um, (laughs) if you would be so kind, give this, give this, give this a, just DM this to one of your friends or DM your, your favorite episode or DM the episode with the craziest, uh, uh, craziest, um, craziest title to somebody. I think, I think they'd like it. 
and don't don't you dare tell me that none of your friends would want this. It's one of your friends, at least one of your friends would probably like one of the podcasts and then and then bug them, pressure them, say, "Hey, I will kill your entire family if you don't listen to this podcast." 